Shiva. I'm Sketch. And last weekend we were at Anime Boston 2018. It's hard to believe it's been, what, this is the 16th year for the convention? Math, yeah. Yeah, I think right. <laughs> And so um, we were really excited to go back to our hometown convention this year. Uh, it was held at the Heinz Convention Center, again, as, as usual. And I thought they did a really good job with the crowding this year. Um, yeah, no hallway really seemed too crowded. Generally, the flow was fine. Yeah. Security was good. If you've never been to Anime Boston, they do have some high-level security where you have to actually go through metal detectors before you enter the convention. Um, and they've gotten better over the past two years, I yeah. feel like, actually managing uh, that flow a bit. I think the longest I waited was Saturday morning. I waited maybe 15, 20 minutes to get in, but most mm -hmm. of the time was under like five minutes. So I thought they handled that pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so great job, uh, again, with the security. Yeah. Uh, if you've gone, you went before they figured that out, you should try it again because they've, they've fixed that for the most part. So they had a really awesome dealer's room this year. Uh, they usually always do. It's very well spread out. There was a lot of variety of things I yeah. felt this year. Um, and then also a really nice artist alley. The artist alley at Anime Boston actually you have to go through a vetting process. Mm -hmm. So they, you have to they have, you have to show your portfolio. So it's not just first come first serve. You have to kind of you know go through the motions of to get a table. And but, I felt like there was a lot of variety of things. Yeah. It wasn't just fan art or web comics. They had a lot of crafts. I'm gonna plug that. I got these like awesome earrings at the artist alley. Um, so they had a lot of really cool things this year. Yeah. Um, there was one one of the artists I really liked. Uh, they had uh, different prints of like different sci-fi spaceships. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, you should have done this. I think what is also uh, nice that Anime Boston does is they actually have a museum um, about for all their past like kind of like artifacts. Uh, artifacts, I guess, is the way to say it from their yeah. their history, uh, which they display. So that can be artwork, it can be like props they had in the hallway, it can be like costumes, maybe the mascots. Wore. There's a lot of yeah. different things. I think the first time they did that was for their their tenth, tenth. the tenth, their they tenth. Had but I think they've made it a reoccurring uh, thing now, which is kind of fun because especially if you've never been, or um, maybe you want to you go but you weren't there back when it first started in the early 2000s. It's a way to kind of get a sense of how it's grown over the years. Yeah, if we were to do an episode of back then to now, it's it's so vastly different than it was in 2003 when I first went, mm -hmm. their first year. Um, yeah. Some other stuff that, oh, speaking of growth actually, something that I always liked about Anime Boston way back in the day is they were one of the first conventions to have like a cosplay repair station and someone who oh, yeah. cosplays a lot, I super appreciate the fact they would have like a pack or a table. So they've expanded this, not only a whole room, they have sewing machines, yeah. they have paint, they have almost anything you could want and it was always packed with people. But what's great too is that they also, they finally figured out how to organize it too, so like if you have to do wig repair, there's the hairspray and styling station. If you have to do major like hot gluing, there's a hot gluing station with a tarp down so you can make a mess. Um, and they have it spread out enough that you know you can really work it out. And then they have people there who are kind of like managing certain tools like oh okay you you have the tool and get it back you know and i think they'll also help people too like yeah. i know we went and like we spruced up my wig but you were there to help me but if you were by yourself they have people that would be like what do you need you oh. know which i think is fantastic yeah i ran in there because uh the the shiro armor just the my knuckles were falling off so i'm like when i'm hot glue do 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 mm. and put them on and ran out you know it's it's really a great thing to have because the worst thing is working so hard in a costume then something that you unforeseen happens and you don't know what to do yeah. and you're sitting there stuck and then you know oh, they have clear duct tape you know it's it's 
cool. It's nice that they support yeah. cosplayers like that. They also have a mini one actually backstage at the Masquerade, which they didn't used to have, which oh, yeah, I think yeah. is super helpful. Um, so there, it was just really nice to see kind of how things have evolved. They also had a really nice game room this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, they're they're on point on that. They've uh, they expanded to the top floor of the uh, Heinz, where the or um, the different halls actually have like cathedral ceilings, so they'll actually project games on the higher walls and uh, and then have all the stations underneath it so you really can be immersed you know when you get there but they have everything organized by PlayStation, NES, Xbox all around and they also had a lot of um, musical guests this year. I feel like Anime Boston the last few years has kind of up there. Like they have a lot of concert kind of um, guests, but this year they they had several. And actually, the masquerade itself was opened um, with a concert performance. I didn't know that was going to happen. It was a complete surprise for me, and we were judging the masquerade. Yeah, the first time, the first time it's ever happened for the masquerade that they had a, like right. a pre-concert. Yeah. And I think people that didn't go heard about how long the masquerade was, but they didn't realize there was a whole concert that took place yeah. as the pre-show. And she did, I think she did like six or seven songs. I think yeah, about seven songs. Yeah, with a little intermission in between just to talk to, to the talk, crowd yeah. and. Uh, and um, what I was amazed by that concert too is just the the there are people who are in the know of uh, Japanese concerts, and they're out there like choreographing stick, glow stick movements. <laughs> oh yeah, how to do this. I was kind of like, did she bring a posse? No, those are people that just no, know how just to know. do it. Like, they I was really know. impressed. Like, they're, they're that much of an avid fan of going to uh, these concerts. So that was kind of fun. Uh, the Masquerade itself uh, was, after the concert got over, it was really good this year. They had their cosplay fashion show, which mm -hmm. they have every year, of the people who competed just in craftsmanship yep. without performing. And then they also had two exhibition skits that were done by um, Anime Boston staff. So one was done by the cosplay event staff and the yeah. other one by the AMV editors. And they kind of did like a little friendly competition, yeah. which I thought was fun. You people, can't you see?
Uh, but what was great about that is actually led the um, the masquerade coordinator Lindsay to give a very uh, impassioned speech uh, just about convention going. So I'd like for everyone in the audience who has ever made an AMV, whether or not you submitted it anywhere, stand up for me, please. a really nice way to kind of bring the community together and kind of remind everybody that you know everyone expresses their fandom in a different medium uh, some people cosplay some people make art or AMVs or just attend conventions or you know do whatever yeah. they want or multiple things a lot of people do um, and just kind of remember you know it's not not one thing's better than the other we're all big nerds at a nerd party boil it down we all love anime <laughs> you know so um what was uh, we didn't have uh, footage of the actual masquerade itself because we were judging it and so we didn't think it was appropriate to film the people we were supposed to be paying attention to for the awards. But uh, I thought everybody did an excellent job this yeah. year. It was definitely like a, a, like a on year, I felt yeah. like, for skits. So we actually had quite a few really good acts to choose from. So I think that the other nice thing is that even if you don't perform in the masquerade, Anime Boston gives a lot of kind of cosplay game opportunities. They had the deathmatch um, again Friday, this year. Yep. And then they had cosplay chess on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, good then, staples, but yeah. Yeah, good staples, but I think it gives people who want to cosplay and be on stage, the dating games, another one, yeah. um, you know, who don't have a skit planned or don't really want the pressure of competing in the masquerade or maybe don't make it into the masquerade because their skit wasn't chosen, a chance to perform in costume and in character, yeah. which, is, which is awesome. And then this year, for the first time, um, Viz Media actually uh, hosted their own Sailor Moon theme masquerade, mm -hmm. which was just for... It wasn't skits, it was just costumes. Yeah, we personally could not attend. Right, but, we were doing uh, our panel. Our fellow uh, Anime Cons TV alum, Elizabeth, did. <laughs> yeah, so um, here's Elizabeth's thoughts about the Sailor Moon Masquerade. Hey everyone, Elizabeth here to talk about one of my favorite parts of Anime Boston this year. Uh, they had a Moonlight Masquerade, which was a masquerade specifically for Sailor Moon that was hosted by Viz Media. So this costume contest was just all Sailor Moon entrants, which was really cool to see. Uh, it was part of their promotion for the Supers release um, of that part of the series on Blu-ray and DVD, which is really cool. I'm going to have to probably pick that up. So what I really liked about this, not just that, um, <coughs> not just that it was specifically Sailor Moon and uh, Sailor Moon is one of my all-time favorite series. It's my first anime series ever, uh, but it focused um, 
a lot on the contestants entering and what Sailor Moon meant to them. So uh, it was it was shorter than a regular masquerade, which is nice, and it had uh, I think about thirty entrants, which was really cool. Um, and it was shorter because there weren't really long skits. Um, it was more of like a presentation based event. Uh, what I really liked about it was they had um, a before picture of each entrant put on the big screen behind them and then they come out on stage in their costume so it's like their transformation which was really really cool and then the MCs read a statement from each of the entrants saying why Sailor Moon was important to them and what it meant to them um, and a lot of it was the same sentiments of friendship and it was their first anime and they woke up at you know five in the morning to watch it on TV which is very similar to my experience um, and they talked about how much the show meant to them and that was a really really cool thing it was it was really awesome to hear all these different people talk about how much this series meant to them and how a lot of them wouldn't be where they were without the show and i thought that was really really excellent and she says sailor moon was my hero growing up i love the little lessons in Woo! each episode yeah! be kind and give people a chance i was a bit of a crybaby growing up and will always be a klutz. The Susaki will forever be my spirit animal. I wouldn't be the person I am today without Sailor Moon in my life, and I am forever thankful. <laughs> Even now, decades after Sailor Moon first aired, they still have one of the most well-written queer storylines of any kind. It's so important to portray healthy, nuanced LGBT relationships like theirs in media. We see so much of Haruka and Mishiru in together, and we're so happy to be able to cosplay characters we love and relate to personally. how the judges pick their winners there were so many great entrants so many different types of entrants you had heroes you had and you had villains they also allowed um original designs or designs um or costumes based off of fan art which was really cool i love to see those different types of takes on costumes especially if you're going to keep it within one series what it did was it introduced a lot of variety and sometimes you didn't know what you were going to see which was really awesome Friendship and strength got me through the difficult times and kept me creative. May the legendary Silver Crystal be with you. Woo! 
memories of my family and friends and memories I will always cherish and wouldn't trade for the world. Sailor Moon means the world to me because she has taught me what true power we all have lying deep within and how we have the strength to carry on and fight for those we love and for what's right. She has shown me over the years to always be powerful, strong, and to never give up, even if the evil forces of the Dark Kingdom wanted to fight back. Sailor Moon has made me into who I am today and has given me so much positivity, strength, and courage to face and take on just about anything and everything. And I think this was great to have a, to also have a secondary costume contest over the weekend. I think um, the size of Anime Boston is, I, it's, I think, um, this was, I believe, put on ex by Viz itself. I, um, I'm sure the staff at Anime Boston was involved um, in some way, but I would love to see more costume uh, contest type events over the weekend. Maybe like a smaller masquerade or um, a smaller just uh, contest just um, because it's, there's the one big masquerade on Saturday, but, you know, not everyone can get into it, and there's so many people who go in so many amazing costumes. Uh, so that's one thing that I think would be really cool, whether it's hosted by Anime Boston or um, an external uh, <clears throat> company promoting their show. I think I'd like that, the latter, if there was, like, every year a specific, you know, show uh, masquerade, whatever is having a big anniversary or is big... Um, in terms of time, like maybe they had a, if they had like a My Hair Academia, cause that was huge all over the weekend. Uh, so that's my, uh, report on what was definitely my favorite event of the weekend. And honestly, one of my favorite events I've seen at a long time in a convention. So that's, that's pretty much it. We, we've personally had a great weekend. We always do. It's our hometown convention. Um, I've been going since 2005 and Sketch has been going since 2003. Yeah, the first year. With only one year hiatus, but yeah. we still came to visit on Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and so I think it's really kind of nostalgic for us because it was our both of us, our first convention was yeah. Anime Boston, and I feel like we've kind of grown up with the con and so seeing all of our friends there and seeing how we've all kind of grown up together in this crazy, uh, you know, convention uh, community is always kind of makes Anime Boston super special for us personally. Yeah, it's it's a little crazy because I think like I wouldn't be married to this one over here if it wasn't for Anime Boston. It's true. We wouldn't have met. And we also wouldn't have our adorable little son. Or all of our awesome <laughs> friends. Or all our awesome friends. Uh, and we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 fifteen ish years of like whoa. So but yeah. So anyway, it's an awesome convention. Um, if you went, I hope you had a awesome time as well. And if you've never been, definitely check them out. It's, it's worth a visit. And also, if you're not from the area, Boston is a cool place to visit. See you next time.